And welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, August 8th edition. We have a nice eight-game slate on tap for you tonight. Hope everybody had a great Wednesday of action. we got a full preseason schedule in the NFL going tonight, and a lot of people are pumped on that. And if you are playing the NFL DFS preseason schedule, come to thequantage.com. They have everything you need there. Elliot put the primer out yesterday. He'll have the top plays of the night later today. They're going to have lots of great contact. Lineup optimizer for DraftKings right now. FanDuel coming up for the preseason. They'll have both for the regular season. They have awesome new tools they're adding. They have great content all season long. And you get the NFL season package for $149.99. When you use promo code Bubba, you get the rest of MLB free all the way through the playoffs. So I highly recommend thequantedge.com. Promo code Bubba after you buy the NFL package for $149.99. Get the rest of MLB free. Also, if you have a rating and review on iTunes, I'd really appreciate it. It helped the podcast out a lot. Other than that, it was great to see some solid scoring yesterday in the early slate and on the late slate in the chats. Good stuff there, especially in the FSD Slack chat. It was rocking and rolling uh, with a couple guys yesterday. But uh, we've got an eight-gamer on tap. Some interesting pitching to break down for you. So let's get at it. The totals on this slate. Yankees, Jays, 10.5. Braves, Marlins, 8.5. Cubs, Reds, 9.5. Royals, Tigers, uh, waiting on that total as they have a spot starter for the Royals. Angels, Red Sox, 10.5. Indians, Twins, 9. Phillies, Giants, 7.5. Rockies, Padres, 8.5. So lots of uh, lots of options here. Decent pitching, as you can tell by some of the totals. But definitely offense to be had. Uh, some weather things to watch out. Chicago, Cincinnati, wind blowing out to center about 8 to 10 miles an hour. Uh, rain maybe coming in really late in that one, but shouldn't be an issue. Kansas City, Detroit, wind blowing out to left field about 13 miles an hour. Angels, Red Sox, blowing out to center at about 8 miles an hour. And Cleveland, Minnesota, blowing out to right field about 10 miles an hour. So we got some locations to hit. We got some good pitching spots. Let's check out those pitching locations tonight. We have four guys over 10K. We have five guys over 9,700. You can make arguments for all of them. There's three I'll be planting my flags on. Matt Boyd at 11-2. If you want to pay all the way up, you can go here. He's in a phenomenal spot. I don't think I'll make it to Matt Boyd tonight, but I totally get it if you do. He's faced Kansas City three times this year, t- averaging 20.5 points per game. He's got a 3-3 home area, averaging about 21 points per home. The reason I like Boyd, he's super expensive, but he's so consistent. Even when he's given up runs, he's given up three, uh, two runs or less than three straight starts, eight or more Ks in, um, in uh, seven straight starts. He has seven or more Ks in nine of his last ten he essentially has 20-plus points in seven of his last ten. He's just stable, stable, stable as it comes. you got the Kansas City team that you can strike out 21% of the time versus lefties. It seems like it's getting worse at times as they keep changing the lineup around. Boyd, 33% K rate, 15% swinging strike rate, which is outstanding. Uh, you got to work on the, the fly balls. He gives up a lot of fly balls. We know the, the loud contact can happen with Matthew Boyd. But lefties only hitting 282, righties 286. And you look at a Royals team with a 303 Woban, a 164 ISO. So the ceiling might not be there. We've seen Boyd get into the 30s. It's there. But what I love about Boyd, if you're playing cash, I know he's expensive, but he's got such a good floor of like 20-plus points, 25-plus points, and that's tremendous, uh, especially in cash games. I'm going to skip over Mike Clevenger. I respect Minnesota too well. If you want to get real real risky, you can go Clevenger. I respect many with that wind blowing out to right. I'll just stay away. There's other options I like. My top option up here. And he might be chalky, but I really don't care. I really, really like this play tonight. It's Aaron Nola at 10600 bucks at the San Francisco Giants. 
This is a target you want uh, to uh, to take advantage of. The Giants strike out almost 22% of the time. First right-handed pitching. That will continue to change as the roster continues to change all the time. Nola, 27% K rate, 48% ground ball rate, which is outstanding um, from Aaron Nola. And he's facing a Giants team with a 3.75 team total. Lefty's 286, righty's 308 versus Nola. They have a 305 Woba, a 163 ISO. He gets to pitch in AT&T Park, which is always great. Uh, as of late, Knowles put up a 35, a 21, a 23. He had a hiccup against the Dodgers. Yeah, one of the best teams where it's right-handed pitching in all of baseball. Big whoop-de-doo. Then a 24, a 25, a 33, a 34, a 31. So he has three. He has four 30-point games in his last 10. He has 21 or more in eight of his last 10. And now he gets to go face the San Francisco Giants. Uh, Nola is a great play. Absolutely phenomenal play at $10,600. Uh, Chris Sale is $10,000. It's cheaper than hell. You're going to hear the narrative everywhere that you can, we'll, you'll never see Chris Sale at $10,000. And you're going to say he's the best pitcher in baseball and he's $10,000. Well, he was. And he could be again. But the dude's got an ERA over four. He's got an ERA over four on the home and on the road. The Angels don't strike out a lot. Could Chris Sale put up 30 points? Yes. Could Chris Sale get shellacked like he's been getting shellacked lately by the Yankees and other teams? Yes. Do I want to take that gamble when I can go $600 more to Aaron Nola? No. Or I can go $300 cheaper to Domingo Herman? No. So if you want to pay Chris Sale, go for it. I have no problem with that at all. I had him written down at first. I crossed him out. I'd rather focus on Nola, Herman, and Boyd. That's where I'm focusing on. Uh, Chris Sale, really good play. The upside's there with the strikeouts, but it's just the Angels don't strike out a lot. Maybe Chris Sale gets it done because he's sneaky good at times, but he also gives him a lot of hard contact right now. He's getting whiplash out there on the mound with as many long balls as he's given up. I'll go. Uh, I'll go with my other three, and that third one is Domingo Herman at ninety-seven hundred dollars at the Toronto Blue Jays. Herman's faced the Jays once this year. Six shutout innings with seven Ks for thirty DraftKings points. He's averaging a. He has a two-one-nine home ERA and a five-six road. So be careful there. And Toronto is pesky, but his last two starts were at home versus Boston and at Boston, 26.825. Got beat up at Minnesota, but then 20 at Tampa, against Tampa, the 29 versus Toronto, 24.5 at New York, 14 against Cleveland, 14. Well, that was uh, before his injury. So since his return from the IL, he has 20 or more points in five of six starts. His only bad start was at Minnesota. He's been very, very good. And yes, Toronto's getting better, but shit, hey, shocker, another extra base hit. 10-game hitting streak to start his career. Banana lands. You got Vlad. You got Biggio. You got a pretty good offense there with even Gurriel and company. But you got Domingo Herman. And these Toronto Blue Jays strike out 25% of the time. First right-handed pitching. Herman's a minus 170 road favorite. Because the best thing about Herman, if he gives up a couple runs, the Yankees are hitting home runs like it's, it's 1999. Or, let's see, when was the... Uh, yeah, something like that. It was pretty close to there when the uh, McGuire-Sosa thing was going on. Uh, it, it's wild what's going on there with the Yankees right now. Herman's got a 27% K rate, 40% ground ball rate. And Toronto's team total is 4.7. Lefty's 304. Righty's 296 versus Herman. So, you know, it's it's probably maybe more of a GPP than a cash game play. But the upside's definitely there with Herman at 9,700. So the 9K and above range, I got Nola 1, Herman 2, Boyd 3. Boyd's a great cash game play. Nola's the cash GPP. Like, I'm playing him if he gets beat up. It wasn't meant to be this evening. Like this is a phenomenal spot for Aaron Nola, a great spot for Aaron Nola, and I will I'll take that gamble tonight. If you don't want to go down to Herman, that's where I would go. If you want to get a little different and go that way, but uh, it's Aaron Nola for me. 
All right, a couple of 8K guys to, to target here. Madison Bumgarner, 8400 bucks at home. He's got a 3.35 home ERA, average about 19 points per game at home this year. He's been really, really good over the last like two months. He's been outstanding. He gets a Phillies team with a uh, 23.5% K rate versus lefties. Uh, Bumgarner, 24% K rate, 36% ground ball rate of his own. Phillies have a 3.76 team total, just barely higher than the Giants versus Aaron Nola. Lefty's 268, righty's 332, but unlike the Giants, lefty uh, the, the Phillies have a 333 Woba and a 199 ISO versus left-handed pitching. So they can hit lefties, but at the same time, in that ballpark, Mad Bum's a sneaky play at 8,400 because people continually think the Phillies are going to light people on fire. We saw Derek, uh, our boy Zach Gallon deal yesterday. We saw them actually shut down the Phillies for the most part in that series. Not, not fully, but for the most part. So you get them out of... of uh, uh, Citizens Bank or wherever the hell they're playing now. And uh, you can definitely take advantage of that with a guy like Mad Bum. You got John Gray. I think he'll be very popular. 8200 bucks on the road against San Diego. He's faced San Diego four times this year. Three starts. He's averaging 17 points per game. He has a. Uh, he's actually got a better home ERA than road ERA, but he's averaging 15.5 at home and on the road. Uh, he's very, very polarizing. He's up and down. It almost doesn't matter the ballpark he pitches in. But San Diego, the thing that's always fun with targeting San Diego... They strike out to almost 27% of the time versus right-handed pitching. That helps make up for a couple hiccups here and there. Um, you look at uh, a 24% K rate for Gray, a 49% ground ball rate, all very nice. San Diego's got a 4.3 team total. Lefty's 344, righty's 310 versus Gray. So if you want to go Gray at 82, you can. I think Bumgarner's a good pivot to be different. Or you go down to the other popular option down here is Dallas Keuchel at $8,000, a guy you know I'm not a big fan of. He's faced Miami once this year, got 21 DraftKings points. He's been much better in Atlanta than on the road. A 2.96 home ERA, 4.71 on the road. Recent road starts at Washington, 5.4. At Milwaukee, 10. At San Diego, got you a 22. So those are his. Uh, and then at Chicago, 8. At Washington, 5. So he's had one good road start out of 5. He's been much, much better at home. It is the Miami Marlins, though. You know you can pick on the Marlins. They can also be pesky at times. And if you've listened long enough, I'm waiting for Keuchel to get his, his shit pushed in. I'm really waiting for it. Uh, Keuchel, <clears throat> Miami, 24% K rate versus lefties. Keuchel's a minus 175 road favorite. Pretty good stuff there. He's got a 58% ground ball rate rolling this year. And Miami's got the lowest total at 3.65. Lefties, 286. Righties, 345. Uh, they got a 308 Woban, a 138 7 ISO versus left-handed pigeons. So Keuchel's a really good play. I think if you want to be different, you go to Bumgarner because Gray and Keiko will be the picks down here. If I got to rank it just in honesty of how well I think it sets up, it's Keiko. It's uh, I'm going to go Keiko Bumgarner Gray. That's where I'm going to be sitting. So Bumgarner is your different play. If you're playing Nola like I will, I'll probably go to Keiko. Um, I don't care about the chalk when it comes to pitching. I want the guys that are going to put the points. I'll get weird with my bats. I'm very good at getting weird with my bats. I can do that just fine. So. Uh, I'm going Nola and I'm going Keichel. If I got a one-two punch, if I'm going down below, it's Bumgarner Keichel. I think you can save some cash and go that way. Or you go Herman Keichel, Herman Bumgarner, something along those lines. I think you can have a really fun uh, attempt at it tonight. If you need to punt, the punts are pretty weak. But uh, Eric Lauer, he's got a 2-6 home ERA, averaging about 13 points per game at home. He's gotten beat up against Colorado, given one was in Coors. Very, very inconsistent. Like He can shoot the moon and get you 20-plus points. Or he can get you minus 10. Like, he's all over the board. When you look at a guy like Eric Lauer, that's what makes him a punt. You could Maybe he gets the road Rockies tonight. They strike out 22% of the time versus lefties. He's got a 19% K rate, 44% ground ball rate. 
Colorado's got a 4.2 team total. It's lower than the Padres versus Gray. Keep that in mind. Uh, Lauer, lefties 326, righties 307. Those are reverse splits with Lauer as well. We know the Rockies can spank left-handed pitching, though, so keep that in mind. And if you need to get really, really weird, Jorge Lopez should be making a spot start for Kansas City. He's 4800 bucks. We used him a lot when he was actually a full-time starter. He's been out of the pen. He's he's only going to go three, maybe four innings. If he's getting hit around early, he might only go two. So it's kind of like a an enhanced opener situation. So be careful. But for 4800 bucks against Detroit, the potential's there if you're willing to take the risk. But it could be it could be really dicey if you're not uh, not there either. So recapping your pitching up top: Nola, Herman, Boyd in the middle, Keuchel, Bumgarner, Gray. Down below, Lauer and Lopez. Let's check out the bats on this eight-game slate. You're going to have some interesting ones to pick and choose from. You can go like Christian Vasquez of the Boston Red Sox against Dylan Peters of the Angels. Peters has been really bad. It's the nicest way I can put it. Boston's got a 6.5 team total in a small sample. I think it's two or three starts. Lefty's 360, righty's 366 off Peters. It's going to be a rough night for the, for the South Pop. Uh, JT Real Muto at a GPP at 42. But I'd rather go Vasquez, or I'd actually rather go Austin Romine and ride that hot streak at 4100 bucks. He's been crushing it. The Yankees get Panone, the lefty, who's been kind of sneaky good, but the Yankees' bats are just straight fuego. Uh, the Yankees, a 5.8 team total. Lefty's 314. Righty's 343. Ride that hot wave while you can. Very live ballpark in Toronto. Not nearly as live as Camden, but uh, still a lot of options there. So Romine at 41 is in play for you. When you drop down below 4K, though, I got like Brian McCann at 39 versus uh, Eliezer Hernandez. Very solid look. It sucks it's in that ballpark. But Atlanta's got a 4.9 team total, third highest on the slate. Uh, lefty's 347. Righty's 259. So he gets righties very well, but lefty's hitting almost 350 off of Eliezer. So McCann at 39, very much in play for you tonight. If you're going to slide down and get a little cheaper, you could look at guys like um, if somehow Higashioka. Makes the Yankees lineup again. He double-donged yesterday. You could look that way. But uh, you're probably going down to guys uh, lower down the list. Because it's pretty top-heavy. And then you got guys like John Hicks. who somehow gets a price bump to 3300 This has been my dog when he's been like 28. He got you 19 um, two days ago. He's up to 3300 bucks against Lopez. He's not a bad, cheaper option. Francisco Mejia went deep yesterday. He's 3200 He's a nice cheapie if he cracks the lineup. If you don't believe in Dallas Keiko, Jorge Alfaro at 29 is a great play. Uh, Alfaro hits lefties really, really well. That's a good punt at 2,900. I like that quite a bit if you're punting at the position. First base, Freddie Freeman can't stop, won't stop. That simple. He's averaging over 13 in his last 10, his last 3, 22, 28, 19. He's even throwing a 4 and 11, a 0 and 18. But crushing baseballs, he gets LEASR tonight. Really good play at 5,400. If you're dropping down some more, though, a guy like Michael Chevis at 46 versus Peters is very, very live. Uh, Brandon Dixon versus Lopez at 45. Detroit's kind of sneaky. I know they're they're sketchy, but you got a guy like Lopez at 384 lefty, 346 righties. Then you got the the uh, the Royals bullpen, which could be it's good and bad because it's good because they're not great, but it's bad because you're consistently changing pitchers against a hitter, so they're not getting a, a sense of familiarity. Like, you know, the whole story, second time through the order, third time through the order. Well, you're not getting that, and that makes things kind of tricky. That's why the opener can be very effective at times. So uh, I do like Detroit, but be careful at the same time because, A, it's Detroit, and B, the pitching situation. But Dixon at 45 is interesting. Uh, when you go down a little farther, you can look at guys like um, 
Eric Hosmer, cash game at 43 versus Gray. I don't hate it. I can see that being an option. Um, there's some decent pitching. So these, these bats are a little limited tonight, which is very good to see. Like Miguel Cabrera at 38 an interesting play versus Lopez. Sam Travis, good value at 36 versus Peters. I don't mind that at all. Uh, Chester Cuthbert at 35 versus Boyd. He strikes out a lot of guys, but he also gives up some loud contact. So a couple guys to look at there. We're going to have to see lineups come out because we might get some interesting shenanigans around the diamond. Second base, you got DJ LeMahieu, but give me all the Aussie Albies. I've been saying it for a long time now. Had another huge game yesterday. Double dong, 36 more points. Back-to-back 30-plus point games. The dude is raking. He's 4800 bucks tonight. Phenomenal play. Michael Chavez at 46. Talked about him a second ago. But Jason Kipnis at 43 if you think uh, Gibson's going to struggle. Gavin Biggio at 42 if you want to fade Herman. I got no problem in GPPs fading Herman with Toronto. And Biggio would be one of them at 4200 for sure. Uh, farther down you go, though, it gets bleak quick. Real quick. Um, Luis Arias at 36. He's at Hernandez at 36. Brock Holt at 35. They're options. They're not great options, but they're options. Uh, these will be a definite spot to check a lineup because you might be able to get like a, a Castro from Detroit, a Beckham from Detroit, uh Rengifo, a Mike Freeman. You could probably get some value to pop up down here. But overall, like maybe a Garrett Hampson at 33 versus Lauer. Uh, Isan Diaz is 3,200 versus Dallas Keuchel. That's going to be a lefty-lefty matchup, but a super cheap GPP-only type play. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty top-heavy. It's like you're playing... You're playing Boston, the Yankees, or the Braves. Otherwise, it gets real sketchy in some of these positions. Not all of them, but some of them. Third base, you got Devers, who's great. You got Aaron Otto versus Lauer. Uh, Josh Donaldson at 48 could be a nice contrarian play. Gio Urshela double dong yesterday's 46. That's a great play as well. So Devers and Urshela would be my top two up there. Then you got guys like Manny Machado, who let the world down yesterday. Good day to jump back on that train at 44 versus Gray. That's not a bad look. Eugenio Suarez at home. First a lefty. I know it's Cole Hamels, but still a lefty. Uh, Cincinnati's got a 4.17 total. Lefty's 299. Righty's 290. Uh, lefty's 291. Righty's 299 versus Cole Hamels. We know Suarez versus a lefty. Good contrarian play there at 43. Jose Ramirez had a nice doubleheader yesterday. A couple homers, stolen bases. He's 4,300. Uh, lefty's 330. Righty's 317 versus Gibson. So Cleveland can be a sneaky look as well at a decent price point. You got Vladito at 42. Don't mind that. And then Brian Anderson of Miami. Third base outfit eligible. Averaging over 11 in his last 10. 14-0, 19 in his last 5. He's 4,100 versus Keuchel. The Marlins could be sneaky nice. It is the Marlins, though, so be very careful. They have the lowest total, but righties are hitting 345 on the year versus Keuchel. And they got some we could play with with Cooper and, and uh, Anderson and Rojas and some others as we go through the lineups. But a guy like Anderson at 41. Could be quite interesting. Hunter Dozier's down to 400. John Birdie, if he's leading off, he's third base outfield eligible for the Fitch. He's averaging over 10 in his last 10, or since his call-up, basically. He has uh, 10 or more points in six of his first nine games of the season. So don't mind that at all. If you're stacking the Fitch, that could be a fun way to go about it tonight. Um, other than that, we drop below 4K. Again, it's like Luis Arias, Chester Cuthbert. It's pretty ugly. Brandon Drury. These aren't great plays. They're really not. They're they're last minute if you have to plays, but they're not great plays at all. Shortstop, you are loaded. Trevor Story is not bad, but give me Fernando Tatis. Give me Xander Bogarts. Give me Xander. That's the guy I want at 52 versus Peters. That's a very, very good look. If you are using Cleveland, don't forget Francisco Lindor, but Bogarts is nice. Didi hits lefties great. He's 4700 bucks. 
Um, he's put up 10 and 14 in his last two. He's not crushing the baseball compared to the rest of his comrades, but I don't mind. I'd rather go Bogarts for 100 more. Or you drop down to Machado, and Bo Bichette is 43 versus Herman. See if you can keep that streak rolling with Bichette. you got guys like Jorge Polanco in play at 41. Um, oh, Miguel Rojas is on the IL, so you will not be playing him. The guy like Gene Segura hits lefties well. If you want to fade Mad Bum at 39, you can. Freddie Gallows is swinging a good. He's 38. Jose Iglesias hits lefties well. He's 37 if you want to value. Average over 10 in his last 10. 19, 9, 13, 10 in his last 4. So you can go Jose Iglesias if you want to punt at 3,700 versus uh, Cole Hamels. It's one of the first punts I'm actually okay with in quite a while at these positions. Otherwise, you're going to have to wait for lineups. Maybe Castro, Machado for Miami, Adrianza. Uh, Jordy Mercer even had a homer yesterday like or the day before. So there's options. It's just it's not pretty. The punts, usually we got some good punts. There's not good punts tonight. And we want to pay up for pitching. So this is going to be fun. This will be fun. I like these kind of slates where you actually have to think a little bit. Uh, and you just, don't, you just don't throw in, hey, home run, home run. You actually got to think. This is good. Outfield, you got Trout, who you, I can't wait to see him take sail deep at least once, if not twice tonight. It's going to be freaking beautiful. Um yeah, Blackman's okay, but give me Trout. Give me Ronald Acuna Jr. at 56. I like that quite a bit. But J.D. Martinez at 53. Mookie Betts at 52. Just Dongs is waking up. He's getting going. He went deep yesterday. He's averaging 10 over his last 10. 10. They don't even have yesterday's game on here. He went deep yesterday. And then 10, 8, 11, 3, 18, 2, 24. He's up to hitting 300 on the year now with 24 Jimmy Jacks. He's 5,300 versus Peters. Betts 52. Both really, really solid plays in those matchups. Uh, if you want to go cheaper, you could look at guys like um, Max Kepler at only 47. is a nice GPP look for sure. But Cameron Maybin's crushing it. He's 4,600. He's averaging 11 over his last 10. He put up a 32 last night. 32, 18, 14, 11 in his last four. He's 4,600 in a great matchup. Uh, you got Aaron Judge at 45. A good look as well. That's the, just that the, the weird names in the Yankees orders are the ones getting it done right now. Um, after those guys, though, Chris Bryant in a GPP, sure, against Wood. You could look that way. I respect Wood. Like I was really looking hard at possibly playing Wood in a GPP. If the Cubs lineup comes out, it's a little interesting with no Javi Baez, who's day-to-day and whatnot. Wood becomes much more interesting as a GPP target. But back to your bats and the outfield. Um, you could GPP with Hunter Renfro, Louis Gar- Guriel, but Nick Castellanos at 42. That's a good price point. Jorge Soler at 42. Some very nice price points there. I know Mike Clevenger's good, but we already had Kepler at 47, which has been a discount of late. And we just got Eddie Rosario at 42. The dude's got 12, 19, 5, 10, 10, 5, 21 of late. He's really hitting it well. 4,200 bucks. I don't care how good you are. That's a great price point uh, for, for Eddie Rosario. Like, literally, Castellanos, Soler, Rosario all at 42 is outstanding. That's really, really helpful, actually. That'll help. Uh, Ian Happ switch hit. He's 4,100, swinging a good bat. Mentioned Anderson at 41 for the fish. He's worth the gander. A few others you can take a peek at, like a Nixon Zell at 4K. If you are targeting Hamels, John Birdie of the Fish at 4K. Uh, Ender and Ciarte at only 4,000 versus uh, Eliasar. Not a bad value as well. When you drop below 4K, if you want to go GPP, Justin Upton is $3,800 versus Chris Sale. That's GPP only. Uh, Aquino of Cincinnati. He's been hitting cleanup. He went deep yesterday or two days ago for 22 points. 22, 7, 5, 23 in his last four. He's 3,800 bucks. Usually hitting cleanup for the Reds. Facing the lefty Hamels. That's a very good value. Um, Harold Ramirez, only if you're stacking the fish. Even if you are, I don't love him. But he's a value at 38 if you need it. Only if you need it. 
Uh, Roman Quinn, if you want to get weird versus Mad Bum at 38, he does hit lefties really well. Sam Travis is down here for the Red Sox at 36. Don't forget, he's first base and outfield eligible. Uh, Garrett Cooper's quieted down a bit, but he's 3,600 versus Keuchel. Cooper's only averaging 2.5 over his last 10, but his last two a 6 and an 8. Maybe he's waking up. He's in. He's been in a massive funk after that hot streak. But you got 3600 bucks versus Dallas Keuchel. If you're looking for punts, that's the kind of stuff you're looking for. Um, other than that, there will be a few here and there when lineups come out. Maybe a Josh Naylor for 35. Um, it's, it's ugly down here. Uh, it's very ugly. So, yeah, we'll check that out. Garrett Hampson's down here, like we mentioned before. We'll check lineups and see what comes out. But value overall on this slate is not as good as it usually is. There's still some, but it's not as good as usual. Recapping your bats up top, you got Nola, Herman, Boyd in the middle, Keichel, Bumgarner, Gray, and then down below, Lauer and Lopez. Don't forget, you could go like a Wood in there if the lineup dictates right. And if you want to use Chris Sale, go for it. I'm just not there tonight. If you're stacking it up, it's Boston, it's the Yankees, it's the Braves. Those are your top three stacks. They're your top three totals. They're phenomenal spots. But if you want to get weird, Toronto versus Herman is very interesting. Um, Cincinnati versus Cole Hamels. And the Twins versus Mike Clevenger are three that stand out in a big, big way. Even Cleveland a bit against Gibson. Those are those are a couple teams, if you want to get weird, mix and match those stacks and get away from the big boys. But the big boys are in phenomenal spots. Hard to uh, say no to those. Let's check out your BVP real quick. Hopefully we have something to talk about. Uh, Mike Trout, 5 for 17, a double and a homer. Pulse is taking him deep. Nothing crazy there. Whip Merrifield, 15 for 34, five double, doubles and a triple versus Matt Boyd. Hunter Dozier, 5 for 12, three doubles. Chester Cuthbert, 6 for 17, three doubles. Maybe the Royals are the weird one tonight. I'm always a fan of that. You've listened long enough. You know I, I can get behind that. Jose Peraza, 4 for 9 with a homer versus Cole Hamels. Chris Bryant's taking Alex Wood deep. Miguel Sano, Adrianza, Cruz, Rosario, Kepler have all taken Clevenger deep. Roberto Perez, 5 for 10, two doubles off Kyle Gibson. Kipnis, 14 for 34, two doubles and a homer. Ramirez, 11 for 32, three doubles and a homer. Carlos Santana's got four homers. Lindor, 13 for 36, a double off Gibson. The Indians are hitting 329 with a 405 Wobe and a 159 ice over Kyle Gibson. That's not bad. Bryce Harper's got two homers off Mad Bum. Will Myers, 14 for 34, four doubles, three homers off Gray. Hunter Renfro, 5 for 9, a double and 3 homers. Machado, 6 for 16, 2 homers. As a team, they're hitting 293, 380 Woban, a 250 ISO off of John Gray. Trevor Story, 4 for 6, double and 2 homers. Blackman, 6 for 10 with a double. So we got a few things to enjoy there. A few. But 8 games late on tap tonight. Uh, if you need any help, any questions, I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. Come join us in the FSD Slack chat or become a member at thequantage.com. Get the NFL season pass for $149.99, and then come join us for the rest of baseball for free and get going on preseason football tonight. All that great stuff just by using promo code Bubba and getting the member Discord, which is nonstop going. Like, they've been going wild on football since the last game ended, and they go wild in all the sports. So come check it out at thequantage.com. Lastly, if you give a rating and review on iTunes, I'd really appreciate it. But for now, this was your Thursday edition of MLB DFS Cookets, August 8th edition. I'm out.